2: Employees are speaking up, turnover is rising, salaries are increasing, hiring is tough, and burnout is real.
1: It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now.
2: Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit.
1: The Black Effect Presents features honest conversations and exclusive interviews. A space for artists, everyday people, and listeners to amplify, elevate, and empower black voices with great conversations. Make sure to listen to the Black Effect Presents podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
3: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know, he's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money-making conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I always tell people every week, it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. That's my mantra. I always lead with your gifts. That's my other mantra. Because of your gifts, I'm talking about your passions. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews that I provide on Money Making Conversation involve celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers, sharing their secrets or their tips to success. My next guest I've known a very. Very long time, Dr. Ian Smith. He's the first, let me give you a history on his books here. First uh, New York Times best-selling author of Clean and Lean. The Clean 20, Shred, Super Shred, the Shred Power Cleanse, and the Blast the Sugar Out, which I recommended for my mama. And uh, she used it dearly until she passed away. And is the host of the syndicated television show, The Doctors. He has created two national health initiatives. I was involved in the first one, the 50, mi- 50 Million Pound Challenge with Steve Harvey and State Farm, and the Makeover Miles. So I got great history with Dr. Ian Smith and served two terms on the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition. Dr. Ian Smith is here to talk about his newest book, Fast Burn, The Power of Negative Energy Balance. This marks his 20th book. Fast Burn was released on April 13th. Check this out. And immediately his numerous bestsellers hit list grew. The book debated at number nine on New York Times bestseller list, at number 19 on USA Today bestseller list, and number nine on Publisher Weekly bestseller list. Please welcome back again a dear friend, an inspiration, and, uh, and a tr- real doctor, by the way, Dr. <laughs> to Money Making <laughs> Conversation, Dr. Ian Smith. How you doing, my brother? Hey, Rashawn, I'm great. Great to join you. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Uh, you you're still looking trim. You're still looking good. You know, you know. I, I I guess I've been seeing you all the way back to Jenny Jones days, right?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time, and I you know I was saying to you before we started the broadcast that you know I'm getting old like everybody else. However, I'm in the fight. I think that in life and a fight in a good way, not a negative way, but mm-hmm. you know you can't just resign yourself to things just happening. You have to say, I'm going to be convicted and determined um, to make a way out of no way. And so what I try to do all the time is, and I'm not always successful, but I try every day to be a better me. And when it comes to the physical aspect, you know, I work out, lift a lot of weights. Mm -hmm. I try to eat better. I'm not perfect in my eating, but I try to eat better. Uh, And I think that if people follow just that basic kind of idea that I'm going to be better in my physical movement, better in my nutritional intake,
3: I think people will be happier, look better, and feel better. Well, the thing about our relationship is that, you know, I got bad eating habits, and so, and people always say, "Man, but you don't look like you eat habits." Because I read his books, you know. I, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I want them good and bad customers. You know, when when, <laughs> when, it, when it gets bad, Doc, I go to your book. When it's when it's good, I get off your book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, but it, it allows me a, a system of uh, uh, of direction. And I think that's what we're trying to talk about here because so many people out there have health, health issues, they have weight issues because they don't have direction and also direction that's uh, I think it's tied to common sense. And that's what I've always felt that your books are tied to common sense. Correct.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because so many people will say to me, well, are on Instagram or, or Facebook? Well, Dr. Ian, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this. But the problem is, it's not that people don't often know what to do or how to do it. It's that they don't have structure, right? You got to have structure. You just can't say, I'm going to eat better. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. I'm going to exercise better. What does that mean? And so I tell people all the time, yeah, well, you know, yeah, what you're doing, what it sounds like, it sounds good, but it's not working. Well, because we need structures in our, in our life. And with FastBurn, the structure is very simple. It's nine weeks um, it's based on affordable, regular, accessible food. You don't have to go to five different grocery stores to buy it. But it's realistic. That's the key, Rashan. Mm-hmm. A plan is not going to work for people mm-hmm. if it's not sustainable mm-hmm. and realistic. And so I mm-hmm. wrote this plan from the standpoint of the user. What do I mean by that? I mean, I asked 2,000 people in my Facebook group to try out the original draft of the plan. Mm-hmm. And they gave me their feedback, what they liked, what they didn't like, what worked, what didn't work. Uh, the average weight loss was 15 to 17 pounds in nine weeks. And as much as I helped them, they helped me Mm -hmm. because I realized there's certain ways to make it easier. So, for example, things that people typically complain about in a program, I took care of. You can have alcohol on the program. There's pasta. There's bread. There's steak. There's pizza. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these things uh, that programs say you cannot have, I said you can still have it, but let's do it in a way where we have it in a healthier manner but equally tasty, right? You can't go healthy and still not be tasty. And so I
3: try to do both and fast, and fast burn. And I think that's why people like it. Well, it's, it's going to be proved to be my favorite now because, you know, I, as I stated earlier, I am not the best patient. You know, if if Dr. Ian Smith was my, was my doctor officially, he'd be saying, "Rashawn, come on now, stop. <laughs> you, you, you really, really, you really tripping now. But in your book, you, you allow me to, I eat in proportion, which is really always the key, too. And when you eat is the key as well. And like I said, it's also knowing your body, because you talk a little bit about that, because a lot of people don't listen to their body. They don't listen to their body when you are telling you, you know, because that's why I always hear these stories about people talk about, oh, he looks so healthy. Well, I bet you if you went to a doctor, the doctor may have told them he had high blood pressure or high cholesterol level. Talk about that whole process, because your book is, like I said, it's a true guide. But there are steps that they have to take to go along with your book to be successful. Yeah, you know, it's
1: interesting. I think that um, what people have to understand is that these books are blueprints. Yes. Books are not the Bible. Mm -hmm. This book says this is a guide for you. And the reason why people really like fast burn is because it's so customizable. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about it, you know, no one wants to be dictated to what they have to eat every day, Mm -hmm. but they do want to have options. So there are options in the book every day, uh, every meal that has options to it. So Mm -hmm. you're vegan, vegetarian, Mm -hmm. pescatarian, Mm -hmm. carnivore, it doesn't matter. You can make it work for you. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have lots of options. Then the other part of it is some people say, well, you know, I don't want to go to a gym. I don't like to go to a gym. Right. I say, no problem. Chapter 13, these are all at-home exercises you can do without a gym membership, without the need for machines, 30 minutes, 40, four or five days a week. And you know what? You can break it up 15 minutes in the morning, 15 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So I think that people really are looking for plans that are allowing them not just to diet, Rashaan, for the short term, but to make lifestyle changes. That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in you making a lifestyle change that you can live with. And so do I want you to be perfect? No. Do I expect you to be perfect? Absolutely not. But let me give you an example. If you know you're going out to dinner and you know you're going to a place that doesn't have the healthiest of foods, I want you in your mind to say, you know what? Tonight, we're eating at so-and-so restaurant where it's not a lot of great choices. So for breakfast and lunch, I'm gonna be really good. I'm gonna really make sure that I make smart decisions. So when dinner time comes and I have whatever I'm gonna have, (laughs) I don't feel guilty, number one. And number two, it's not going to really hurt me because I ate so well earlier in the day. That, to me, is the better way to live life. You don't want to always be on a restricted, you know, heavily specified program. I want you to do a fast burn for nine weeks. Then I want you to put it on the shelf and say, OK, now I am prepared in all the situations that come at me
3: to make better decisions. Well, the better decision part comes into um, what we we're talking about. Your career has always been tied to, I'm not gonna leave, I'm gonna leave the book a little bit because your role as host of the doctors, which was uh, groundbreaking to me. Also, it was groundbreaking because it happened during COVID and you are a real doctor. It, it affected African-Americans uh, overtly, people of color overtly. And so with that being said, your role, as as happy as we were, because you, you came on my show, We talked about what you were going to do, but we all we all thought that COVID would kind of like come and go. And now we see it's not going to go at all. It's kind of like going to be like the flu. We're going to have seasonal uh, COVID-19 shots. We'll talk two questions. First question is, coming into perspective, your role and what you had to play as the host of the doctors and COVID-19, and then the long term would be my second of us living with COVID.
1: Yeah. Um, two great questions. So the reason why I agreed to host the show this year was because if you think back uh, before this year, there was a lot of misinformation, a lot of, you know, uncredible, discredible information uh, that was being disseminated from the White House on down. Yes. And I felt like the country was confused and that doctors and scientists were not leading the conversation. If you're in a health crisis the doctors and scientists need to lead the discussion. If you're in a financial crisis, the economists need to lead right. the discussion. Right. I mean, this is just how it works. And so I felt like we had spent a year spinning our wheels, listening to all kinds of nonsense. And so this, to me personally, was a great opportunity to be on a big show with a big flat platform to bring in experts to talk about the issues. And I also wanted to bring in diverse experts. Yes. Because experts come in all shapes and sizes and all colors and backgrounds. So I wanted to bring people from all walks of life and all experts from all different voices to come in on the show. So that to me personally was very important. And I think we did a great job of being able to communicate to the rest of the country all things related to COVID, whether it was vaccines, treatment, people who are long haulers, uh, how do you raise kids during COVID? How do you date during COVID? All these topics were were important, and I think that when I look back at my career, this will have been a very important year because I had uh, some small say in shaping the conversation around COVID and and dealing with COVID and also trying to get people on air to talk about it in a credible way. Now, when you look at the long-term of COVID, however, uh, we're we're at a very critical point here because people who have not gotten the vaccine, a lot of them don't wanna get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And we need to still reach what's called herd immunity, Mm -hmm. which basically says that enough people have either gotten vaccinated or been infected, that the vast majority of the population is immune to getting sick and infected again. Herd immunity. Now, there are two ways to get to herd immunity. You can get there by vaccinating everybody. That's the fastest way to do it. That's the less costly way to do it as far as life. If you vaccinate everybody, we save lives. We get herd immunity. But some people won't take the vaccine. So what does that mean? We can still reach herd immunity. But what that means is the people who do not want to take the vaccine eventually will get infected because the virus is like the cold virus. It's just going to stay Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And so those who don't. So imagine 100 people. Mm -hmm. Imagine 80 people get the vaccine. That means those 80 people are protected. Now you got 20 people. Okay, these 20 people who do not want the vaccine, the virus is going to circulate within them. Wow! And then once you get infected, then you will have some type of immunity. That's what happens, right? They'll get infected. If they survive, they will have some immunity. We don't know how long that immunity lasts. We don't know how, long, how good it is, but they will have some immunity. But what about the people who get it and will die from it? So you're going to reach herd immunity one way or the other. I just think we should do it without losing a lot more loss of life.
0: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
3: If I could be you, and you could be me, for just one hour, if you could find a way
1: to get inside each other's mind. Walk a mile in my
3: shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a a mile mile in in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out.
1: And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Walk a mile in my shoes. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
3: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Well, we are losing lives and uh, I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I never took the flu vaccine. I have been. I've taken both. Uh, Pfizer took both of my vaccination shots. At the time of the man, I feel comfortable. It kind of gave me my life back. I'm not gonna lie to you, Doctor Smith. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was, it was a high degree. I was paranoid. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, first when it first hit, I didn't know how to go out to the store. Let alone Philip put gas in my car. What do I touch? What do I don't touch? What? How, how do I do? I touch my steering wheel when I get back in the car. Do I touch the doorknob when I open the door? The door when I open my car door. So, so when I got vaccinated, I develop a. I still wear my mask when I go out in public. You know, I sit down, I take it off from for eating, but I really, I think that I, I really want you to tell my. Um, my audience, about that comfort zone that you would get. And I've said it many times, but I'm going to just let you know this, man, how important you are. Sometimes, you know, you do stuff on a regular basis, Dr. Ian Smith. There are no other black voices or voices of your color on TV talking to us. I understand that now. You know, there's some great voice. Dr. Fauci's great. Dr. Ajay is great. I love him. Gupta, he's great, but he's not you. And so, yeah. and that's important that you understand that because you're just doing your job. You're, you're, you're brilliant at what you do. You're, you're saving lives on a regular basis. And sometimes you don't know that you are saving. You just, sometimes you're just doing your job like any doctor would do when you go into the hospital. I just feel your hospital is the TV. Your hospital is social media. Your hospital is a public medium. And so you don't immediately see the results because you're not there checking on us once a week or we're not coming in and checking on with you. But your voice as an African-American talking to us is so important that- at this point, for me to get you back on my show, not only to promote your incredible book, because you've never failed me with your diet plans—I've used them many times—and I've told you many times when the, the book that I recommend my mother to use your book, you using i said yes, she's using it right now. Okay, and happy. <laughs> and so, what is your role? Is, am I am I putting too much on your plate? No, no, you, you're not. You know, it,
1: it actually. While I am happy on one hand, um. To hear you being laudatory and complimentary about what I do and its impact on people, it's also very sad to me. It's sad to me because there are a lot of other undiscovered Dr. Ians out there Mm -hmm. who are going to be better than me Mm -hmm. at what I do, who Mm -hmm. are equally educated, equally articulate, equally informative, and equally helpful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're out there, brothers and sisters. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's lonely being the only. Right. um, And it shouldn't be that way. We need to have more of our young brothers and sisters be given the opportunity, not to become Dr. Ian, to be better than Dr. Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll accept that I'm a pioneer in a way, and I. I but my hope is I've paved the way for more. I'm not one of those people who become successful and then don't turn around uh, and and not try to help other people to get through the gates. I want as many of us to get through the gates as possible, and I'm just hoping that in this in this this time this moment of racial awakening and awareness Mm -hmm. that people will reevaluate all aspects of our society and look at TV and look at the people who we bring on to talk about education and law and politics and medicine and realize we got to have diverse voices talking. It just can't be the same people all the time. So while I've been very blessed to have my platform and you guys invite me always to be on your platforms, there are a lot of younger brothers and sisters who can do the same thing, and I want them to have a chance. As I said to you before the show started, listen, man, I'm getting older. I've been doing this <laughs> for the- twenty, almost twenty five years. Yes, it's time for me to go out and play more golf and be with my family, and I still write books. But, but I want to leave the stage and hand it off to somebody else. Um, but people who are in charge of who gets on the stage need to have the awareness. Um, and the open-mindedness to bring others in. And that's that's what's important to me, Rashawn, is that other people get a chance to voice. I am not uniquely intelligent. There are other intelligent people who've gone to great schools, who have great information, who can say the same thing, if not say it in a better way than I say it. I want them to have a voice and have an audience. So I'm hoping um, that when people look back on my career, they will say, not how many bestsellers that I have in books, but that they'll say, you know what, Dr. Ian Smith was a pioneer and he opened the doors for all these people to be able to come on and talk to the world uh, and represent us as African-Americans in a respectful, proud
3: um, and professional manner. OK, cool. You no, know, as they say, you know, you, you said some great things, sir. Thank you. You know, you know, you know, but I got it. I got it. It's rebuttal on you. Uh, uh, those books that you write are important because you're an African American. And guess what? Books aren't number one because they were bought by black people. So that means that you have you have you have cleared the way as a pioneer for people to respect medical advice, diet advice, life advice from a person that doesn't look like them. That's why you're important. That's why I can't push you aside as you say, I'm ready to go play golf and Got all that. That's what vacations are for. Okay? We're talking about we're talking about legacy creates. A path, You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about when I'm in trouble, I need my voice. You know, when I was growing up, man, before the Fauci's and all the world, Dr. Welby, MD, you know, was mm-hmm. my man. All right? And so these are the things that we grow up on. I'm just saying is that you have become an institution. And I'm just telling you to slow down, Doc, okay? And realize that... <laughs> Be appreciative of what I'm saying about you. I know you are. I know me and you go way back, but 25 years is just 25 years. Now, I, now if you come on the show, Richard, come on the show with a pot belly, gray beard, and you're looking, I'm gonna say this might be our last interview with Dr. Ian Smith. Right? He looking big. Back, <laughs> can you find his twin brother? Does the twin brother look like that? Or is twin brother looking? We really got problems. But you are not doing that. You're stabilizing yourself. And this is why I say you can't go away, because see now we're battling age. Because, see, what happens is people stop dreaming when they hit a certain age. They mm. start at 50 go, oh, I can't do that. 60, I can't go. See, I know it's 70, 80, 90. You're still going to be Dr. Ian Smith. We might be on book 30 by then. You might be, you, you're going to be on another council. You're still telling us the direction. And the reason I look at you this way, the reason I have to talk to you is this way, and I know you're going to have a comment about this, and I want it, is that the next battle, where you're at right now, is letting people know age should not define your dream. Am I correct about that? Let me tell you something. Uh, A statement I came up with
1: recently that I'm starting to like, and I say it more and more. Even if you live to be 100, Mm -hmm. life is still short. And by that I mean is that you are never too old uh, to dream, to chase dreams, to form new dreams. Think about it. Life is so short, you should spend the entirety of your life in the pursuit of fun and happiness and your dreams, right. and it's not just about checking things off of a list. By the way, because when I check something off a list, I add something else because that is what keeps me going. You want to, you want to keep going. And so I agree with you that you know, as we age, uh, we tend to think, well, you know, it's a different season of your life. Well, yeah, life is seasons, but that does not mean, Rashawn, that you stop the pursuit, that you stop the dreaming, that you stop looking up at the stars and thinking and wondering. Those things, I think, are the true texture and magic and beauty of our life.
2: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi,
1: everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said,
2: Only you can prevent wildfires.
1: But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you got to be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
3: Absolutely. Now the book Fast Burn. Let's listen. Nine week program. And the program is broken down into three parts. We're going to talk about ignition, intermission, and acceleration. Now before we go there, when you say that the power of negative energy balance, what exactly does that mean?
1: Yeah. Before I explain that, let me just say uh, to people listening, uh, go to my Facebook group. We got twelve thousand people doing Fast Burn together. The Facebook group's name is called Fast Burn Challenge. Mm-hmm. Fast Burn Challenge. And if you're not on Facebook, you can do it. Uh, through my Instagram, which is at Dr. Ian Smith, spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. Let me explain to you the subtitle, The Power of Negative Energy Balance. In life, we want positive energy. That's karmic spiritual energy. This is different. This is food energy. So food, when we say calories in a food, that's measurement of food energy in the food. Food is energy. And so when you eat more calories than you burn off, Rashawn, you end up having what's called positive energy balance. You have more calories than you burned off the body has to do something with that energy. Energy just doesn't disappear, that's not how it Mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. What does the body do with that extra energy? It stores it as fat. Fat is the storage form of energy, okay? Why do bears uh, you know, gouge, uh, 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 sorry, gorge Mm -hmm. on food before uh, winter comes, before hibernation? They do that because they're eating, 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 and they're getting fatter and fatter and fatter, the blubber, because they're gonna eat that blubber during the winter when their food source is very scarce. Well, same thing with our body. Our body will take that extra energy and put it as fat. Now, that's positive energy balance. What you want to be, however, is the negative energy balance, just the opposite. So in fast burn, you're still going to have all your meals and all your snacks. However, the amount of energy you get from them will not be enough to meet the demands of your body's energy needs. So your body has to find the energy from somewhere. It says, where do I go to get energy? Oh, there I go. It goes into the fat stores. It takes the fat. It melts it or breaks it down. It converts it into fuel that your body can use. So when you're in a negative energy balance uh, state, that is when you drive into those fat stores and break that fat down. And that's why I'm fast burn. Not only are people losing 15 to 17 pounds on average in nine weeks, but they're noticing six, seven, eight inches gone
3: around their midsection because the book is putting them into this negative energy balance state. Now, that's that's great now. But you broke the book down into three parts and we know it's nine weeks. It's four on yeah. one week that is the middle week is one and it's four that closes out. It's called ignition, intermission and acceleration. Why are these keywords in the whole process of the nine week diet program? Well, because the idea is imagine the
1: the analogy of a car. Mm -hmm. So the first four weeks are the ignition. You're just starting. You're just getting going. And so people slowly make changes. Remember, this is not about being a diet. This is about teaching you lifestyle changes. So people for the first four weeks are just learning how to eat differently, how to move differently. So it slowly takes you in there so that it sticks. When you do things too fast and too dramatic, people tend not to hold on to it. But I slowly do it for the first four weeks. And by the way, people lose about 30% of their total weight loss for the nine weeks in those first four weeks. Then the middle is intermission. It is what it says. It's a break. You take a, a week, you relax a little bit, reassess where things are, try to put into practice some things you've learned over the first four weeks, and you're good to go. Now the last four weeks is acceleration. Pedal to the metal. That's when we're really driving into our fat stores, really melting that fat, really losing the weight, really getting into that that nice sculpted look, that change in appearance mm-hmm. and the change in how we feel uh, situation. And so that's what acceleration is. Those are the nine weeks. If you've hit your target, you put the book up and now you learn how to make the right decisions. If you haven't hit your target, you do another cycle until you need to get until you've gotten all the way off that you want it.
3: But that is how the built the, the book is built. Well, this is your 20th book. I just gotta ask this question. What have you learned? in each book, because each one has a different take, a different chemical makeup, a different reason why you're attacking. They're never the same book, I can attest to that. They all have a different scope of knowledge that you're providing us about our bodies. What have you learned from from book to book? This
1: book I learned that number one, that people are able to do different types of intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. that even though the science may say that time-restricted feeding is the best type of intermittent fasting for results that that doesn't work for everyone. Everyone can't necessarily follow that plan. That's why I use the 5-2 method in the book also. So I learned that people need to choose an intermittent fasting strategy that works for best for them. The other thing I learned is that you actually can keep into a program some of the, I won't call them cheat foods, but some of the fun foods that people enjoy. You can still keep them in a program, but keep them in a way that people do not feel deprived, but they also are not overindulging
3: and you can still help them lose weight. Well, the whole process is this, uh, just a little, little, little publicity here. I know you said the word listening. Now I'm now owning television. I have my own network that I'm on in Atlanta, Georgia. So I, hopefully I get more sales for you. It's on uh, AIB TV, <laughs> 2 million homes in Northern Georgia. And so I just love the fact that I'm talking to a friend and I, I tease you, when you talk about that old talk, we shut up getting tired, you know, man, we're going to be interviewing each other and helping each <laughs> other, supporting each other. Because when I talk to you, man, and, and we both have seen our journeys, and and I, I just smile when I see your journey every time because it's tied to hard work. And i just like for you to close and just let everybody know that. You know, we all have dreams and all the seems. like you were saying, there are other Dr. Ian Smiths out there. But guess what? There's only one Dr. Ian Smith. And that's mm-hmm. what allows me to say that you are a blessing and you have to continue to win. With that being said, what are your closing thoughts? My closing thoughts are very simple, that
1: life is very fragile and very precious. And when you value life, your own life, that means you automatically value the life of others that we have to live and and comport ourselves in a way where we're respectful to our other lives and to the environment, but also that we are always chasing. We're chasing to be better. We're chasing to be happy. We're chasing to fulfill our dreams. When you have that type of drive in your life, every day you get up like I do, and you say to yourself, I'm gonna squeeze the most out of this day because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. So I thank you for being a friend. I thank you for (laughs) always having me on your show. And I encourage others out there
3: uh, who I may never meet that you can do it too. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Ian Smith, for coming on my book, on my show. Fast burn, the power of negative energy balance. Buy it right now. Get it right now. Not just because I'm saying it, because it's going to change your life. And I'll tell you, five pounds, When you said the word sculpture, I thought about myself because I saw something in the little rib cage. I kind of saw it again, Doc. I saw it again (laughs) in my old age, okay? So life is good, man. You be safe out there, okay? We're here at Money Making Conversations. Please go to MoneyMakingConversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Hello, this is Discover,
2: and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter. And you need to talk to a real person about it.